For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst. For Panthers news and opinions. Panther fans unite. My name's Tony Dunn. Cody Lashney, how you doing? TK's in the house. How you doing, my friend? The stat daddy. But I think Derek Brown, hey man, he deserves that dab on him. Uh, dab on him, Phil Snow. Dab on him. All the same. Yeah, 100%. We can just Mine is going to go to the fullback. I'm going to dump on the Richie guy. Dab on him, Shaq. I'm going to put the towel on Matt Rule. Uh, you know, y'all took all the good ones. Only one post game roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers post game show. What is up, Panther fans? It's your boy, Tony Dunn, a.k.a. The Professor. It's the C3 Panthers postgame show. The Carolina Panthers go to Los Angeles to face the Rams um, and fall 24-10 to in a game that brought us Wilkes' debut, Christian McCaffrey's unnecessary but bountiful renaissance, and Robbie Anderson's exodus. All of that happened today, and the Panthers, I guess, still fell, which kind of sucked. But not the worst, because there are some storylines to talk about. The 24-10 loss is not all a loss. And we're going to figure out how it's not. My name is Tony Dunn, and my wheelman, Cody Lashney, welcome uh, back, I guess. We're back here again. Brand new coach, same old Carolina Panthers. Our offense comes out, and Christian McCaffrey is running mean, running angry in that opening first half. And then we just falter, man. It's like a tale of two halves. They did not trust P.J. to throw to absolutely anyone, and you can see why. He was not good. Um, And, yeah, man, it's really looking like the Carolina Panthers might possess the number one pick in the draft. But if that's true, that means you're going to need the C3 Panthers podcast 
now more than ever before. And Tony, we're going to do this like we always do with the very best damn Panther fans in all of YouTube. You know them and love them. It's our guys, Drew, Alex, Mex Pro, Austin Dog 316, Black Thorn, Chris Simeon, Civic 704, Sapphira, David Screws, Jay Thomas, Joey the Blind Panther, Esquivel, Jermaine, JP Shepard, KV73s, Nick Cartoony, Panther Gal, Panther Pickle, Roosevelt Mongo, Wybid Jordan, Tim Tizzy, and Tim Estes. Tony Dunn, there's a reason these names are getting longer, because we're hitting our stride, baby. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Let's roll. The number is 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. We'll be rocking with you guys as you bring us your opinions on today's game. Is Christian McCaffrey, or is he being shopped? And was today, I guess, his uh, moment on the auction block in a, cer- a certain sense? Dante Jackson, bad, great, and the same. Hurt as again. And uh, you can tell that we were missing some players today, particularly I guess a quarterback that they trusted, but Ben McAdoo and his passive-aggressive play calling had Christian McCaffrey just hopping early on. CK in the house, how you doing, my friend? Oh, man. Uh, listen, <laughs> this game, I, we knew we weren't I, – I said I didn't think we had a chance to win this one, right? Um, I think uh, we could all agree, based on what we saw from our offense, that's probably still an accurate assessment. But I have got to tell you, like, if there's a storyline that I think needs to be the primary of this game is how fucking horrendous the referees were and how horrendous their calls were, how bad their non-calls were. They missed at least three rough or unsportsmanlike conduct or uh, unnecessary roughness uh, calls, two against Christian, one against P.J. Uh, Walker there. Uh, and and we, got a fuck, we got one against Matt Ioannidis for one of the most tame uh, quarterback pressures that I've ever seen. His head hit the ground, and that caused the entire referee staff to go, oh, fuck, Matt Stafford, he's a champion. We need to go ahead and call a flag on this. It's absolute bullshit, and we need to fucking actually say something because this is starting to get ridiculous. I'm sitting here watching the Chiefs and the Bills game, and Josh Allen getting tripped in front of a ref, with, like straight up trip with a leg out, and they still didn't call shit. It's got to stop. You've got to get somebody in here who's able to actually call effective games because this week it has been hot garbage. We need you guys' support. Call in at 252-228-5098. Make sure to smash that thumbs up button. Be a part of the chat and uh, consider becoming a C3 super fan for just $1.99 a month. You can show off your pride in building this community that we've worked on. Be sure to like, subscribe, find us on Discord. Greg, the stat daddy, not the greatest stats for P.J. Walker today, a very... Um, slow and protected game. One step that was good was no interception. Christian McCaffrey, though, put together over 150 yards, it looks like, combined. But that was probably all really to talk about. Greg, how are you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. And, yeah, you're right. That that just about is all there is to talk about, except for what CK was mentioning there. I love CK going on these rants, man, because when he does, like, even if I disagree with what he's saying, he makes me passionate about it. It makes me want to believe him. Uh I, unfortunately, I agree with him on this one. He's 100% right. But, yeah, this this game, you know, I, we're going to get the same kind of calls we always do, just minus the Matt Rule talk because he's not here to for us to blame anymore. Um, and and it's, it's just the exact same stuff from the same team 
Um, you know, I don't expect Wilts to come in and turn it around instantly day one, but we looked bad. Really, really, really bad today. I think there's a lot of college teams that would beat the shit out of us right now, to be truly honest with you. C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by manscaped.com. You can uh, get the highest quality male grooming tools. Uh, and probably what you'll need now is to make sure you keep it clean and put that ball deodorant on because there was some chafing going on for the Carolina Panthers today. If you use the code Panthers, you get 20% off and uh, free shipping. And uh, boy, I guess you got to keep it clean because the officiator was not clean today, guys, because we both saw those triple Z or those double zeros on that play clock. All of us were sitting around watching it and the angle that they showed, you could see the clock, the ball had not been snapped. And those were some pivotal points, but you know, you just didn't have any room with the way this, with the quarterback without really trusting in the quarterback to be able to throw the ball forward. I think out of those, what? 12 completion. What did he have? We said uh, 16 attempts. Nine of them, I think my friend Drew said, were probably behind the line of scrimmage, if you think about it. So you knew that you you couldn't have any room for error when it came to trying to win this game. It's like once you got up, that was like probably it. And once they pulled back ahead, um, it seemed like it was a Herculean task for the Carolina Panthers. We want to go ahead and uh, also recognize – the real sponsors of the show, Cody Lashney. We got some patron patron saints. And the Boy, father, do so. we. Yeah, patron saints. Uh, let's hear what they got to say. So near Vosh with the $20 love bomb. Shout out to near longtime viewer of the C3 Panthers podcast says, I'm sorry, but this team is officially dead. Season's done boys. Yeah. And you know what? We're sitting at one and five. It's kind of hard to feel different, especially with trade rumors and the lore. Robbie Anderson getting kicked off field. Next, we got Grim Reaper with the $5. Says, you guys are the best. Thank you for being our weekly therapy. Grim, thank you for tuning into the weekly therapy. You guys are the reason why we do it. We appreciate you so much. Just don't care. Cares a whole bunch, and we know that. But the $5 love bomb, appreciate you, Just. And Derek Avery Pats. With the $3, appreciate each and every single one of you guys. We're doing big stuff, uh, and let's get into the show. Let's start with uh, McAdoo, passive-aggressive McAdoo, showcasing Christian McCaffrey off, uh, probably like we should have been doing the entire time. But did the game plan change because of Steve Wilkes? Did McAdoo call his a real offense all season long and then when Matt Rule got fired he then he pulled a fast one a charlatan move and then ran Christian McCaffrey to throw shade away from himself Christian McCaffrey though looked like a stud today and he looked like a guy that was potentially off uh, auditioning for other teams yeah I mean you said that when we were in our little chat room watching the game you know it, it's almost like Ben McAdoo did this despite Matt Rule you know, we were such a run-heavy offense in the first half. And Christian McCaffrey, look, he's trying to up his trade value. You know, if we're going to actually trade this dude, you know, you saw the reason why you would want to trade for Christian McCaffrey today. Um, I mean, look, uh, Ben McAdoo was very run-heavy. But listen, man, I- I- I'll say this. I know everybody gets upset at McAdoo. The play calling was not good. But I maintain that until Carolina 
gets an actual quarterback that's capable of throwing the ball more than 10 yards accurately, then this is what the Panthers are, are going to look like. Um, and it's a very timely uh, super chat here by Sarah Taylor with the 1999. Shout out, Sarah. You know we love you, Sarah. She says, let's talk about Jacob Eason, the six foot six, 230-pound quarterback, once upon a time five-star prospect. You know, I, I think a lot of people are just like, well, fuck, let's see what the young guy has. What's he capable of doing? It can't be that much worse than what we've been seeing. Um, uh, Sam Darnold is set to be returning next week. And Baker Mayfield is still in the boot. So it's going to be very interesting on who the Panthers decide to play at quarterback going forward. P.J. Walker was pulled out of the game, uh, hit with one of the spotters. All of a sudden, the spotters are everywhere since the Tua incident, pulling people out like crazy. Uh, he left the game past the concussion protocol, uh, but still did not return because of a neck injury. Jacob Eason came in and was kind of slinging it around a little. A little Bailey Zappish? No, not really. Hey. He completed like one pass. But uh, the, Can I say ahead. something about the P.J. Walker thing real quick? Please. Um, can we just, whoever recognized that he might be needing to be reviewed for concussion, can we have them be the fucking referees? Because they were able to see the helmet-to-helmet hit that P.J. Walker took in that play that took him out of the game for the rest of the game. That was, in fact, a neck injury, not a concussion, luckily. But they were able to see it from the sidelines. But the guy that's in the backfield with P.J. Walker couldn't see shit. It's an absolute travesty. Move move forward. I'm sorry. Narrative. Narrative. Oh, I'm sorry. That, I mean to... The refs <laughs> yeah, sorry. were... There was two delay of game penalties that really allowed the Rams to hang around uh, when I guess you could have maybe gained some momentum with a defensive stop. Uh, Our defense played okay, but going back to Jacob Eason is that I watched Bailey Zappi sling it around, dude. He's going to dang take the job from Mac Jones. Oh, he is. I don't think Mac Jones is going to have the job after yeah. the way I mean, this guy will be on our good. team next year. Is what you're Damn. saying? You're trade a first round for him next year? Right. No. Fuck, they, fuck that shit. Look, um, <laughs> was Bill Belichick hits another six round pick <laughs> for two decades of success. Come no, I'm just kidding. Um, Jacob Eason, though, is that, look, Cody, is this a, or guys, Greg, I'll open up to all y'all. Is this the, are we crashed into the rocks now? If, if you're going out there, you could ultimately, if you were the coach, and you could say we're going to start Jacob Eason and everybody else is hurt and we're going to put like somebody like uh, you, Sam Darnold, as the emergency quarterback if necessary. And uh, uh, you could then effectively be getting C.J. Stroud. I'll, I'll put it very bluntly and very plainly. If you have three quarterbacks – you don't have one, and we don't have one. <laughs> We've got we, four. Yeah, We've got yeah, four, and we don't got one. Yeah, if you have three, you don't have one. But if you have four, you damn sure don't have one. Shout out to our guy, Roosevelt Mongo, with the $20 love bomb. Thank you all so much for the donations. We never asked for it, but they're always appreciated. Roosevelt says special thanks to the biggest hypocrite liar of the century. David Tepper promised no mediocrity been anything, but yeah, it's kind of a disaster and let's, uh, we're not disaster. I actually thought this is I thought some of the players or not. The team came out and played pretty hard under Wilkes today. You know, you get Derek Brown who was just eating and eating. Uh, you get Christian McCaffrey out there. 
uh, just doing Christian McCaffrey things. And the offensive line, you got to say, has been incredible, right, uh, to this point. So there were some things that we could be excited or happy about and pleased. And in fact, to be honest, that was a more entertaining game today than I've seen, even offense, offensively everywhere, um, that I've seen probably all season in some ways. But the game did not end well, and there was kind of one symbolic kind of, I guess, grand metaphor for it, and that is Robbie Anderson pulling the Antonio Brown, getting an argument with the – with his receiver coach, it looks like. And then Wilkes tells him to get on and makes him sends him to the locker room. You guys, what did you hear about this incident? What did you guys make of it? Uh, Robbie Anderson was mouthing off. Robbie mm-hmm. Anderson was pissed off. I mean, dude, I, I, I don't know. Steve Wilkes kind of put his foot down. Hey, give me a second. Take this, okay? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Robbie Anderson has uh, been uh, – a vocal uh, ally of Matt Rule, of Sam Darnold, uh, and at every turn, and if I'm losing you guys, my internet's telling me it's going I can crazy. hear you. I can hear you. Um, my, uh, but but the, he, he's at every turn had an opposition for what this uh, this squad is 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 intended to do, right? Um, with the Baker Mayfield trade, which hey, hindsight, he was right, right? But you don't come out publicly and do that shit of a guy who's going to be your quarterback. He's been such an ally. And now when you see what we did this game, they had no confidence in PJ Walker getting the ball down the field, zero confidence in his ability to get the push the ball. I mean, this is a guy with an incredible arm as far as talent, pushing the ball down the field. And they just didn't even try to uncork it. And I think Robbie probably took exception with the fact that he, uh, he was basically removed from the game plan entirely uh, just because of the quarterback play. So that's part of Robbie it. Robbie forcing imagine. himself out. Robbie, Robbie yeah. said, "You guys talk about trading me." He said, "I want out of this mug. Put me, send me to yeah. Green Bay. Green yeah. Bay is terrible today." I have no problem saying I never liked Robbie Anderson. No, dude. I didn't either. I never have. I never liked his attitude. I never liked when he was coming down on the fans for booing Sam Darnold and booing Matt Rule. Like, don't tell us how to be a fucking fan and exactly. you're mouthing off to coaches, dude. I never liked Robbie Anderson. It was blasphemous. That anyone ever compare his ass to Ted Ginn Jr. He's mm-hmm. never been anywhere close to that. Dude, sigh a fucking Nara. Later, yeah. Robbie. I don't give a shit. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. Robbie Anderson's going to be like Kelvin Benjamin. As soon as he leaves Carolina, he's going to get a few shots at a few different places. He'll be out of the league in two years. Yeah. Like, and, uh, th- 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 this is the kind of guy that you give him enough rope to hang himself, and he'll do it 90% of the time. And that's what he's doing right now. And then, oh, and then fine. He deserves yeah. it. And CK, this is right to your point with the referees. Uh, Dr. Rosen Rosen uh, with the 499 love bomb says, I guess you can call for a fair catch. Then decide if you want to run after you get the ball. Yeah. And then also um, signal a fair catch later. And they they threw the flag. Do you remember when they threw the flag when the guy just barely touched him? Yeah. And it was barely a. fair couch signal right it was like half the motion that he made in the last one i don't know if that penalty stood or not officiating was bad officiating was bad we got to come back don't worry let's go ahead and i want to jump into the cat calls and start pushing through this so we can kind of continue to push the material we still got dante jackson to talk about uh what you guys thought about the coach and robbie 
the coach himself, he looked like he handled it well from the sidelines, but it just looks like Robbie knows that his time in Carolina is probably over. Right. We've got all that to talk about. Uh, Christian McCaffrey potentially on the trade block and uh, Dante Jackson again with, uh, I guess, how many games has the defense scored in a row now? Three? Uh, yeah, three times in I'm a row, there. I believe. Two Dude, the defense, I feel so bad for our defense, man. Like even and, even, and, uh, even missing wish, players without JC Horn, I would I would argue given they played very well today, you know, is that uh, just not enough anyway? Um, let's go ahead and get into these calls. The number is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Be a part of the C three Panthers post game show. It's a a show by the fans for the fans. Let's go. My bad, I'm slacking. The delay, delay. So what are your thoughts on catcalling? Yeah, it's pretty You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, Very uncomfortable. How do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good like... Right, first of all, unfortunately, I'm not a range in Alabama shooting guns and machine guns. Lots of fun. I'm hoping to hear that we're not going to be trying to trade the farm for a couple of picks because look what's happened. A couple of teams have traded away their talent uh, and they got some picks in return and they all flamed out. I want to hear what you guys think about that. Um, also, we'll have to see. I want to, I want to give him fair shake, see what's fair shake, because I think he can get an awesome offensive coordinator that'll probably do exactly what we need. Nothing comers. Um, one see. I'll hear from you guys later. Uh, man. Appreciate the call. AU Link wondering, and, and really we're going to have to ask this question in just a moment is at what point now, I guess this pushes us to five and one, right? One five and one makes us, I guess, prime. One and five. One and five. Yeah. Yep, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Definitely uh, not five. One, not five, yeah, five one and five. Yeah. As I'm thinking, I'm trying to think, are we the lowest? Like, I was trying to think of how many losses we had. I knew Somewhere we only had one. Somewhere in the multiverse. <laughs> you know Somewhere uh, in the multiverse, we're five and one, but this isn't the universe. But, you know, that puts us primed for the number one pick, is what I was going for there. Let's go ahead and push on to the next call. The number is 252 228 5098. What's going on, C3 Podcast? This is D from Southford, North Carolina. What's up, my man? Look, loving the defense. I felt like the defense played well. It's a bummer about Jackson with his ankle. But with us not having the ability to even throw the ball down the field with PJ, our hands are tied. I mean, I like the fight, but what the heck is going on with Robbie Anderson? This is like a preschool Antonio Brown meltdown of last year. I mean, like, I don't understand it. He should understand PJ is not going to get that ball down the field accurately unless they're going to throw him some screen passes. But at this moment right now, Robbie Anderson is now the kindergarten version of the Antonio Brown meltdown. All right. Love y'all guys. Keep pounding. Do you think Robbie was just truly upset with his role in the game? Like, what'd you guys think that Robbie, you were going to all of a sudden be the number one star in the offense after uh, your boy, Matt rule, uncle rule is gone. And why'd you think you would even be the feature? It could not just have been him being upset with his role, which he has been in the past. 
Robbie truly I, thinks he's a good receiver. He got paid as a good receiver. I mean, he had one 1,000-yard season. Like I said, he's the Josh Norman of the offense. You know, he had one good year. He got paid for it, and then he shows what he really is. But, like, Robbie, Robbie's one of those guys who, who would lie to you, but you can't be as mad at him because he truly believes his lie. Like, he, like he doesn't think he's lying. Like, he, he really does think he's that guy, and the numbers don't show it, and that's what it is. And maybe he just got a, a reality check today. Do you yeah, think I mean, it was enough to ask him to leave? Like, yes. I mean, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're, if you're gonna start a fight with the coach, like ask Steve Wilkes, somebody that just came into power, dude, you have to lay it down and, and, and be like, no, you, you ain't about to start fights with the uh, with the coach just because you're not being played the way you want to. Get the fuck off the football field, man. And look, listen, two things can be true, right? Robbie is an over overrated wide receiver. And yet, no receiver is going to thrive in this offense with the quarterbacks the way they have been. Like I said, if you have four quarterbacks, you don't have not a one. And no one's getting the ball consistently. And he decided to be unprofessional about it and fucking wanted to start fights and shit. And I have no doubt that he's not being targeted as much as he should. But, dude, so is DJ Moore isn't either. No other receiver on this team is getting their fair amount of reception. So it's mm. like, dude, you're so far down the, the totem pole. You, you know, I even wonder if it has anything to do with the trade rumors. I mean, they were saying during the broadcast that uh, the Panthers were listening to calls for CMC. Uh, so I, you have to assume that Robbie knows that they're shopping him too. Maybe he wanted to put on a better performance today. So that way the Panthers are more likely to trade him if they're able to get a better offer for him. I don't know, man, but either well, way, he didn't have a single catch today right now, the way it panned out, Christian McCaffrey, seven receptions, 89 yards, Ian Thomas, two catches, 22 DJ Moore, just not on his way to another thousand yard season, three catches, seven yards, Chuba one for one. And uh, shy Smith, I think had two targets, no catches. Terrace Marshall jr. With a big drop too. At one moment, so look, is nobody was getting work except for Christian McCaffrey, and he got zero work. Let's go to the next call. It's two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. What's up, C three? What's up, C three? Is Noah here? <sighs> no, well, the game's not over yet. We got like we're in the fourth quarter. Um, we got like eight minutes left. No, um, L A just scored. Oh man, it sucks to be a Panthers fan. But you know the team do look good today. I mean, it look like kind of like a brand new team. But you know, Robbie, Robbie is just <laughs> Robbie, man, and funny. But you know, um, my kid's calling him funny. <laughs> he probably will get traded. And you know, he is doing like, a press Oh, let's go to it. Here, let's pause this conversation. We have to stop. We're coming back to it. Can you? I see it right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put it up. Um, actually, I'll play the call until you. Oh, wait, here we go. Robbie Anderson. Let's see what he's got to say. Yeah, I, I decided that this would be, you know, the best decision that I feel the best for me. So appreciate y'all. Oh, oh what did we miss? What did he say? Did he I quit? quit? That's what it sounds like. Is he saying he's retiring? He, whatever he no, made I don't decision. know. Oh my gosh, how do we not get that? Can we? Well, uh, 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 yeah, I make my own. Uh, yeah, 
the, you know, we, we addressed it, you know, amongst, you know. Let's see, we can go back. Yeah, that retire. The, you know, we, we addressed it, you know. Let amongst, me see if I know, can find it on YouTube. Oh my so I, goodness. So I, so I know what's called and I'll find it. All right. Not running the ball. It's like so, like, like people, I think people can tell like what we're doing. I, like I can, but like, oh my gosh. Just we keep running the ball. We're not getting no type of yards out there. It's just, it's just we only had one touchdown and that was from Dante. I think it's been Dante that scored on the, um, on the pick six. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I think CMT, you know, he probably is faded. But yeah, keep, keep pounding. We got a long road ahead and, you know, you know I gotta say great job to see Wilkes too, you know, look better than Matt Rule. Keep pounding them out. Love the call, Noah. You're always welcome on the C3 Panthers podcast. Always brings a great perspective. And David Tepper, I feel like you need to take little Noah to school tomorrow because of that. He Man, you can hear in his voice how the way we feel. Let's see if we can hear for this Robbie Anderson press conference via YouTube. Via YouTube's. Yeah, you know, um, you know, my job is, and I'm here to do all I can to help us win. It's third down. I'm getting taken out the game. You know, I don't think I should be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? So I made a comment. It's money down. Why am I being taken out? Because you're not a money player. Why do you think you're taken out? I have no idea, you know. But, you know, one thing I do, and I always stand on and continue to do, is I get my all and everything that I do with this game, you know. I don't play this game for money. I don't play this game for fame, things like that. I play this game <laughs> Your contract says otherwise. You know what I'm saying? And regardless of what's been going on the past week, I always keep my head down and keep working, you know. So all I want to do is help us win the Super Bowl. And that's all I want to do. <laughs> win the Super Bowl? About win a game, Robbie. So I'm never going to belittle myself from that aspect or let my character be diminished and be misunderstood because that's really all it is. I'm glad he's not going to belittle himself from that aspect. I mean, I can't call it, you know, but people that know me, they understand me, and that's what matters most, you know. Everybody's not going to always understand you. Everybody is entitled to their opinion in life, but... I don't live for the approval of others. I keep God first, my family, and myself, you know? So whoever doesn't understand me, that's on them. I don't live to please others. I know it's a business, but how, how difficult has this week been losing that a guy you have a lot of history with? I mean, you know, like, I, like you said, it's business, so I had to keep my head down. I'm here. So my goal was this week was to do all I can. My opportunity come to do my best of my all. I didn't get an opportunity today, but I still gave my all. Every day in practice, I empty the tank and gave my all, you know. That's all I can do is control what I can. What did you share about why you reacted the way that you did? Have you had an opportunity to share that with your coaches? Repeat that. What you just shared with us about why you reacted the way that you did on the sideline, have yeah. you had an opportunity to share that with your coaches? No, I haven't really spoke to them yet, but, you know, it wasn't, um, you know, we didn't talk about that. Um, because I don't want I don't want nobody to um, you know have a misconception about me. You know, other times in my life when I've had moments of controversy, you know, I didn't I didn't speak up for myself. You know, and it's not just about me; it's for 
you know, young kids that go through similar things that you need to always stand firm and stand up for yourself, you know. And, and certain principles I was raised on is non-negotiable. And res- before anything, for anything else, I'm a man. Respect is non-negotiable man, principle. You know, it's man, a we, principle, man. It's not always given. When you put up good numbers, you can make that argument, Robbie. You don't have the clout to make this argument, I mean, so shut the hell up, please. Go hard. You know, it's, it, it, you shouldn't be okay with, you know, not being on that turf of, you should want to make a play. Losing is not acceptable. We don't play this game to lose. So he got upset. He got pulled I, off on I, third I, down. You consider me a loser my whole life growing up. I didn't get this far in life to continue to be a loser. That's not what I work for. I know that you understand. He's trying to make us feel bad all the time. God, yeah. my family. I work hard. I love the game more than money. You know, I, Anybody I've been can in say trade that. Before, you know, it, it, it's part of the game, you know, so I don't let it affect me. I just, like I said, I keep my head down and keep going hard regardless. Keep your head up so you, you can don't see the ball keep coming. your head down. Yeah. That's, why. Head up. That's why. That's <laughs> why. You know, I'm going to let the ball God coming that way. follow his plans in my life, you know, and I know what he has ordained for But we always do. We just so cite God when we want people, when we want to say whatever right. we want. Dude, that's what Russell Wilson does. And he gets it. Lord be to God. I wish so badly right now he'd be I like, I don't hear care the what end people line, say, so the bat daddy, screw you. I'd love for him to say that right now. <laughs> What's crazy is we ain't heard from Robbie all year, and now we got to listen to his stupid I ass. Game. You know, I've never been told in X amount of years to get out the game. And for, yeah, and for you sat quarter, plays before, you know, so I was honestly confused and you sat yeah, like, what's the problem? Like, what's the problem? We want different personnel. This ain't working, homie. Nobody that that's a true competitor. You know that knows the value they bring and, and has true passion toward the game. That'll be okay with being told not to do something or being. No, t- but I know people hear his who last get paid. Con- can we fast forward role. to the end? Yeah, yeah, I know people get paid and know their role and know how to to, to line up and follow orders. No. So, yeah, I make my own. Uh, yeah, the you know we we addressed it. You know, amongst you know me, Scott, and we 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 I I decided that this would be you know the best decision that I feel the best for me. So what? I appreciate y'all. Nothing. Did, did, the game. did it's his decision to to do what? To do the press conference? To come on? And no, it, his to... decision to act an asshole and be like, "Oh, I need to discover for myself because they didn't keep me on the field on third down." Yeah, he sounds stupid. He, I mean, he always has. He's man. a like, fool, and don't I know it? You've right. got to have the clout to be able to make comments like that. When you're a guy who continually is a third down receiver of the ball and you catch, you make a lot of third downs, when you're a guy who doesn't drop half the passes that are thrown to you, you can make arguments like that. When you're the 27th, uh, 27th highest paid wide receiver in the NFL and you're putting, putting up the production of the 127th, you cannot make an argument. And no, Shut the hell up when you're told to sit down, sit down. Who cares? P.J. Walker is in the game. You're going right. to run it on third and 10 anyway. Like it's not like all of a sudden, he, he, like he, like he is like a Randy Moss out there. <laughs> right? Boy, what do you? How can you not go to me in this situation? This is what I'm here for. Oh, we would have made that third down if Robbie was in. Why didn't we start? Like what? Gosh, it doesn't uh, make any sense. Maybe because we needed. Well, I mean, Robbie can block for his little skinny ass, but still. All right, the number's 252-228-5098. Tell us your thoughts about Robbie Anderson's mini meltdown, his polarizing press conference afterwards, and uh, Dante Jackson with a pick six today. Do you love Dante? What's the good, the bad, the great, and it turns out it's the same. He's hurt again. Let's go to the goals. 
Tony Cody CK. I've got a question. Two questions for you. Number one, do you think the Carolina Panthers are going to get three wins this season? And two, who is the bigger punk brat bitch who needs to get his ass kicked? Is it Robbie Anderson or is it David Tepper? Bye bye. Oh, all right. So let's answer all of them. Do you think that we're good for three wins this year? Yeah, yeah last no. week you guys were telling me about to reel off eight uh, just on Tuesday. No, no, no one said that. No, no one said. I'll say no. Pretty sure y'all said five. I, yeah, I, I said, said we I said, said there were five winnable games in this uh, upcoming schedule, which is why I made the statement that Steve Wilkes will keep his job if we win six. Yeah, I think we can be competitive, but no, I really don't think that we're going to win three. I really don't. Not if we don't get a, a healthy Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold. Then I mean, it this doesn't is, look like Baker May. Probably Sam Darnold probably gives us the best chance to win, which is crazy. And who needs to get there? Uh, who needs to get slapped the more? More uh, David Tepper or uh, Robbie Anderson? I'd say David Tepper. It, it Me too. Be. I would. Wouldn't you love? Oh. Wouldn't it be so rewarding to slap a billionaire across his bald ass head? Lick your palm and then <laughs> bam, just smack his ass him, across his face. I'd love to put them both in a ring and be like, "All right, you two fight. Whoever wins gets to keep their job for the rest of the season." Dude, yeah. I want to make these poor billionaire short shirts. I just got to figure out a way to do it so I can't get sued by a bazillionaire. Uh, 252-228-1598 next call what's up guys a lot of people are so excited to see PJ Walker (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, man that's the reason everybody says he was he would not been in the league and went from that role and after this season he would no longer be in the the league Um, the first Three quarters of the first quarter was exciting. After that, like that did nothing. <laughs> the first three I mean, quarters of the first was quarter, nothing. that did nothing. That's that. Where was core, man. Brian Burns yeah. today? It was was he inactive? Because if he was on the field, he was still inactive. Um, I know they weren't going to win this game, but I up to this officiating crew, man. The NFL officiating in the whole is just absolutely garbage. Absolutely garbage. Um, or Robbie Anderson, uh, good riddance. Uh, Steve Wilkes showing why he was given the walking papers from Arizona after one season. Oh, gosh. Uh, the dude's a loser. Strays. Yeah, uh, you can't expect him to turn around. Come on, I, I love Ron Rivera when he was here, but he's got the same loser mentality as Rivera did. Doesn't try, Not playing the China win the game by playing not to lose or not to get blown out. He played to win the game. You don't play to let's try not yeah, get embarrassed here. He, yeah. He's a loser. Next. Mm-hmm. So what, what, to... what do we feel about essentially uh, not not trying to be more aggressive and just running the ball when you're down in the, in the fourth quarter and just you know, it, but there's no life, and they're still just gonna run, run, run. It's like they didn't even want to win. And yeah, I, I, but I, they I, had a guy like they had. They didn't even have PJ in. Yeah. So like, hey, uh, really, if you want to get eight yards, honestly, 
Like, if you truly want to win, running the ball might be the only way you could win. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like what are you really going to throw a pick? Oh, I mean, he threw a damn pick in the end zone already. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, like, what do you want to do? Hey, but, uh, before I let you go, Greg, uh, Michael Davis with the $25 love bomb. And Cameron, thank you for the donations. They're always appreciated. Uh, get the message to Robbie that I'm hiring laborers currently. He'd do just fine hauling that rebar for the crew. Starting pay is $14 an hour. And you know what? That's a fair offer. Shout out to Michael Davis. You know, that's a good guy right there, man. Just trying to look out for somebody who might be needing some work sometime soon. Yeah. Or to remember you're a millionaire so you can act like a, an adult. Um, go ahead, Greg. You know, I honestly forgot what I was going to say. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> so. well I remembered what I was going to say, and that was next call. There you go. Podcast brothers, how y'all doing? What's up, Gene? Man, this was a hurtful game to fucking watch, man. I was happy that Dante Jackson got that interception and ran that shit in, but after halftime, man, we just played pretty bad, man. And I was ready, I'm ready for this season to be over, man. I don't fucking get it, man. We're on a fourth string fucking quarterback, man. PJ went down, then Ethan came in. And we were right there. That's when you run the fucking ball. Why the living hell are you gonna pass in the middle with all them people in the middle? You don't do no 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 fullback passes, no screens, no timing passes, no nothing. You gonna throw in the damn middle? What the fuck is going on, y'all? Yeah. I mean, I'm at the point now. We need Cam back, man. Let Cam come to come come to the team. Y'all hear me out now. Come to the team. Let him learn the damn playbook for like a week or two weeks or whatever, let him ride the bench, let him go to the games and shit like that and put his ass in, man, because this year looks pretty bad, man. It really does, man. Give me your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Keep pounding. I tell you one thing is this honestly was one of the most entertaining games uh, of the season for me. If not the, maybe, maybe the Browns game in the fourth quarter because the comeback, you know, kind of the comeback and you almost had the win there. But this honestly was a a game where we had a moment of excitement as Panthers as they came out and took a lead. You see Christian McCaffrey getting work done. You see the defense getting out there. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm really trying to argue that this is the best performance we saw all year. And then I remember we scored three points on offense. Right. <laughs> oh, right. Think about that. that. Your yeah. best performance, arguably, in my opinion. I don't know. You don't have to uh, – feel the same way I do, but I really am like, Hey, this ain't the worst game I watched all year. Mm-hmm. And you remember that there were only three offensive points scored. That means you're having a terrible, terrible year. Yeah. Real quick. enjoyed the blind Panther with the $5 love bomb says trade Robbie. Appreciate you, Joey. Go mm-hmm. ahead, can I just ask everybody in the chat and calling in, can we just give Wilkes a break? Give him a chance. Look, if I'm driving a car, if I get in my the car, front seat of my car and it won't start, if I give my keys to my wife and ask her to go start it, it's it's not doesn't mean that she's a worse starter of the car than me. Okay, like like you, we gave him chicken shit to start out with. Like I don't expect him to come around and turn and make the chicken team salad. Yeah, and I wouldn't eat that chicken salad. Like, I wouldn't expect <laughs> him to turn the team around. Like I was not, I was fully not expecting him to come in and win, go on a nine game winning streak for us. So let's give Steve Wilkes a break. And two, I wanted to ask: we are on our fourth string, fourth string quarterback. We is did get off- blown out. Is our offensive line better? We're our four string quarterback, three of them because of injury. Like, uh, is our offensive line really better? Yes. 
Well, last 100. year we got, we got we got players injured, and we said you could play behind our line for three. How many plays sacks did they have? I wonder how many sacks they had today. Enough to injure PJ Walker, <laughs> right? You know. Uh, well, right. you guys said it was a legal hit. The number is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Next call. What's up, C three? This is boy Nick Hedden. Um, Just a quick comment on today's game. Um, I, I feel like we're doomed, man. I, I did have a little bit of ray of hope. Um, you know, saying because, of course, you got Ben McAdoo, NFL guy, you know, not meshing well with the college coach Matt Rule, and then you have Phil Snow not meshing well with, you know, uh, Steve Wilson. You know, so it's another on the defensive side of the ball, look like college versus college versus NFL, and um, you know, when they are gone, you know, I'm like, okay, so now we got all NFL guys in the room. Well, the NFL guy that we got on offense really ain't the best to be calling plays. You know what I'm saying? So even if was, even if Rule was, you know, giving him kickback on different plays, the plays are still Ben McAdoo's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and the bad thing about it is I, I want you guys to confirm this. Either you guys or, or, or PNP or, 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 or Kevin Avery, one of you guys, one of you, you casters that have interviewed uh, past and current players, by, and this is just my speculation, but I really need you guys to reach out to one of your sources and confirm this. By the time week one hits, your packages on offense are your packages. You know, there's really, I don't, because I, I really can't see any other time where you can install a new offensive package and just get it to rolling and everybody learn it. You know, in time to be, you know, I mean, it's like it's like a drinking game. You know, you, you shot is poured, you got to drink. You know, it, that's just it. I think that's one one of the reasons why Temper should have fired him last year when he couldn't hire that rock star OC. I, I just think I, I don't think it's going to pop this year, especially on offense wise, and and that's not going to. It doesn't look good for for Wilkes because, you know, the defense can still do good things and tire down the stretch. You know what I mean? Which, you know, it's just, huh, I, I just don't know, man. Y'all keep pounding. We're we going to at least, we, at least let's, let's, let's just try to keep pounding at least. Y'all bless y'all. I'm out. As far as my understanding is, is that they install like sort of a base offense and defense in the beginning, like it through training camp and all of that. And that actually is like the foundational philosophy that additions will later be made upon, right? So, like, if you can learn, it's like cooking. If you learn, well, God, I'm using a Jonathan Stewart analogy. But if you learn the science of, like, these four things, how they work together, we can then introduce more complex versions of those recipes already later on throughout the season. So, you know, like, offenses never show everything early on because you can't also teach everything all at once. It's too much. It's too overwhelming if you say, here, here's everything. So you say, here's 40% of it, then we're going to phase in this 10, this 8, this 5% later and uh, and really add some, like, garnish to this offense. So I think that's how it works Robbie Anderson continuing to dominate the headlines as uh, I look over at the Twitter um, and the Panther reporters are reporting on Robbie Anderson. I like this. Uh, Steve Reed says, oh, where'd it go? Is that he said the decision to give Robbie Anderson a contract extension was questionable at the time. And now it's looking even worse. I think that's a 
an apt way of saying this. And then I like this, guys. I want to read. I want to read this tweet. This is direct quote. I wonder how Joe Person wrote this down. Like, I wonder how it, like, I wanted to see his face and his brain mind meld as he wrote this down. It's a direct quote from Robbie Anderson. I don't see nobody that's a true competitor that knows the value they bring and has true passion toward the game that will be okay with being told not to do something or being taken out of something when they didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> it's like a bunch of no, not didn't. Not, like, oh God, I bet you, you need you to- need his Twitter translator to be next oh, to him gosh. at all times I mean, during the press conference. Which, I mean, by the, the way, t- Robbie Anderson had blocked that account. Apparently, he unblocked him. So now uh, he's back to being able to see Robbie Anderson. Good. I mean, he should hire him. Yeah, as his right. PR guy. He That's what he should. He should like though, yeah. actually take all of his tweets and just send them to him. I know that that's ridiculous. All right. But yeah. uh, we got some big donations to the show. It's really been, uh, look, as I know that people are down in the dumps about the Carolina Panthers, but what else did we really expect today is my first thing is this was about as good of a product. I ultimately expected. I mean, sure. Maybe we want to see PJ, uh, PJ Walker slinging it around or something crazy. But to go on the road against a, a a better team, like Greg was saying, that should just win. Uh, you know, like if they lost, it would be the weird part. Only lose by fourteen. Um, Only. You know, it's like this is like kind of not the worst game we've played all season. So, um, so we appreciate you guys sticking around and supporting the show. Uh, we got some super chats uh, to read out. It's been a big, a generous show from the contributors from the patron saints who we got cody yeah bill dotry with the five dollars says game was dry uh until they pull fan from the stands to quarterback uh boring (laughs) even live to watch shout out to bill dotry for the five dollars uh then jared cole with another five dollars says the way cmc plays trading him for the number one pick trading him for the number one pick is ours to take we appreciate you so much for that. And, uh, you know, listen, we've got a bunch of people in here right now. Um, and it's that time. You already know what time it is. I mean, yeah, you look forward to watching the Panthers. Fine. Okay. And maybe not much of this season. But then you look forward to us even more. And you're like, man, I need this post-game therapy session to soothe my soul. But even more than that, you bring your little ass here to get shamed by the voice that makes them moist. CK, talk to them, Big Papa. Ladies and gentlemen, you have watched some of the worst offense in the history of the Carolina Panthers. We are on the road to potentially being the number one pick in the NFL draft for 2023 the future is bright but you come in here to maybe stew a little bit maybe enjoy your therapy session with us the c3 panthers podcast but you haven't hit that like button yet i have one thing to say to all you absolute freaks subscriber shane This 276 is. people, 112 likes. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit that notification bell so we can whoop up on that YouTube algorithm and let them 
that the C3 Panthers podcast reigns supreme. Get notified every single time we go live. If you've been following our channel in the past couple of days, we have been uploading content after content after content. We interviewed Jonathan Stewart last Wednesday. Uh, and man, that was a big time interview. We appreciate Jonathan for doing it. Subscribe to the C3 Panthers podcast, and we're going to be for, here for you even when times are dark. Tony Shame Dunn, on you guys for not smashing the thumbs up button more. Good gosh. I mean, I usually get ready when they pull the subscriber shame out. I go, oh, that's good. 278 people, only 100 something likes. Come on, let's get that going. It's let's getting get better. We're up to 122. Hit them likes, people. Come on. It's uh, for free. It is free, as C Dog says. Um, let's go to the next call. Call Cast Brothers. This is G Cavassier again. Man, what the fuck is up with Robbie Anderson, man? What the hell is wrong with this damn dude? I don't think he got one catch in the fucking game, and he's going off and the, the wide receivers coach and you know the head coach kicked him out. Man, I think he's gone, man. I think we bought yeah, the man, damn. We appreciate the call, G. We always, um, you know, we've been talking about the Robbie Anderson that is dominating the headlines right now. We want to hear your thoughts on Robbie Anderson going forward. Is he going to be a Green Bay Packer? Is where I think he could wind up. Did he help his trade value? Did it hurt his trade value? Carolina Panthers have to be ready to ship him out. But you have that contract part uh, to deal with. But there's other people to be interested to see if they will continue with Carolina. That's Christian McCaffrey. And some people have even said Brian Burns is on that potential trade list. The number's 252-228-5098. Let's go. What's up, C3? It's Anthony. Uh, man, that was really bad. I mean, I don't know what you guys saw, but not scoring an offensive touchdown, it's even below Matt Rule standards. Uh, I really do. I don't see us winning a game. I mean, I really looked at this Rams team as a vulnerable opponent, someone that we could really get a good grasp on as to what our season is going to look like. Well, now we know. P.J. Walker just looks pedestrian like the rest of them, but they didn't even let him throw the ball. They don't know how to balance no coordinator we brought in in the last five years has known how to balance a game plan, running and passing, not just running wopsided or passing wopsided. It's very disappointing. I don't see us winning a game. I see us getting a top uh, pick one or two, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. That's what I see. This team looked even worse. Robbie Anderson, get the hell off the team anyway. Your ass is on the trade block. Now you probably would have to be cut anyways and you've just been a cancer regardless. We have other receivers, but the defense didn't look good at, at, at anyways either. Like, nothing looked good in this game. Uh, the Rams were so vulnerable. They played such shitty football through five weeks, and then we come into L.A. and just make it look like a bye week for them. Like, that's that's literally what it was. Uh, if it wasn't we're for Dante Jackson, this would be, be a complete snooze fest. I'm not saying it wasn't, which it kind of was, but, yeah tough day Panthers nation I mean this is kind of what we expected and after the Bucks lost today I don't see Tom Brady coming into the stadium next week and not kicking our ass so I mean this is going to be a very long season um yeah it's just time and the last thing I do want to say is when this goes south because it's already heading south um don't trade all the play all these players just trade a couple that are up there in age that have big salary cap hits. We're that, so young. You know, don't make an impact on this team. Robbie's like the Shaq oldest. Like Thompson. 
like a couple of those guys. But anyway, yeah, this is Anthony. Uh, keep pounding, T3. You're the best. Well, I guess Shaq is older. Uh, thanks for the support. And uh, we got another super chat in here. Uh, yes, we encouraging do. the Hulk-like smash of the thumbs button. Dr. Rosen. Rosen with the second donation of the night. We appreciate you, brother. He says, Hulk, smash that like button. Thanks for the great content, guys. Keep pounding. Hey, man, you all are who we do for. Whenever you have a daylight today where the Panthers don't give you anything to cheer for, you can come and vent with your weekly therapy session. I threw this up on screen just to kind of show you guys what we have coming up before the bye. This is all before our bye. Uh, we got the Bucks uh, versus the Bucks at home. We're on the road at Atlanta. They got a big W over the 49ers who kicked our ass up and down the field. The Cincinnati Bengals who went into the Superdome, got a W today. The Falcons again, the Ravens, and then the Broncos. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Those all look like uh, L's to me, if I'm being quite honest. I don't know what to oh, say. Oh, man, how the tides have turned after one loss on the road to the Rams. But I will say this. Um, if we could just have games like today for the rest of the season, get the number one pick. That was mildly entertaining today. Are arguably more entertaining than the first uh, four weeks of football, in my opinion. And uh, if we could have a mildly entertaining losing season and secure that first round pick, is that the worst way to get the first round pick? Nah. No, I, I mean, look. The, is the, there a good way to get the first round pick, though? So, look, the dream scenario is that the Carolina Panthers trade absolutely no one and we get the first overall pick. You know, I mean, that way you, you get the quarterback. And somebody, uh, I don't think I saved it, somebody earlier in the chat room said that P.J. Walker had all day to throw. And that's yeah. another thing that, that burns He couldn't so throw. Much. That was a thing. Is It wasn't them just not calling passing plays. They called a couple, and he just, like, threw them, like, into the stands and stuff. I mean, not into the stands, but there was a couple of plays. That play-action pass, we go, oh, here comes play-action, and he just threw it, like, 80 feet away from the yeah, guy. Well, when you – if you recall preseason, PJ looked horrendous in preseason too. Mm -hmm. um, he looked as bad, if not worse, than Matt Corral did in preseason. Um, and I, I had predicted at that point in time, until Sam Darnold got hurt, that uh, that they were going to cut, uh, they were going to cut PJ Walker, and they were going to cut uh, Sam Darnold. That's what my that's what I thought. They were going to go into the into the season with only two quarterbacks. But when it ended up being that Sam Darnold was hurt, Matt Corral was hurt. They still came into the season with only two quarterbacks. It just happened to be P.J. Walker. P.J. did not look good. He didn't mm -hmm. look great. Now, the part of it that you wonder about game plan is they did not push the ball down the field very much. But the guy we know that P.J. Walker is, he likes to air the ball out. A couple of times he tried to get to the sideline after holding on to the ball a little bit too long, um, and he just wasn't on target. He was like five yards out into the uh, out, <laughs> the out out of bounds uh, uh, on the boundary there, and, and it was not good. P.J., Certainly isn't the answer moving forward, but I tell you what, there's a lot of people that have some uh, questions of whether Sam Darnold is going to be able to come in here and do something because here's what I'm going to tell you. And nobody wants to hear this. And I'm not optimistic that Sam Darnold comes in here and does well, but I'm here to tell you uh, Baker Mayfield has looked worse. If not as equal to what Sam did last year with a better offensive line. And that was one of the biggest issues we had last year was our offensive line, Right. Um, PJ Walker came in here, shit the bed with one of the best offensive lines we've seen in Carolina. 
Sam Darnold hasn't had that benefit. So listen, let's go ahead and let him go out there and see what he can do. Um, again, not optimistic, but I think that uh, we've got to we got to realize PJ Walker is uh, clearly not the answer, nor is anybody really on this uh, on this roster outside of maybe potentially Matt Corral. If you can, have can, can four I? quarterbacks, you have one. Go ahead, right. Greg. Can I ask with the people that are saying that PJ had all day? PJ threw 16 passes, right? Nine of them were behind the line of scrimmage. Three of them were behind the line of scrimmage and incomplete, which means he threw three passes beyond the line of scrimmage or not that weren't swing passes or screen passes. So I think two of them were slants. How do we, how can you say he had all day in the pocket when he's literally snapping the ball, turning and throwing? There's no way you can determine, yeah, he had all day in the pocket. He, he spent 1.5 seconds in the pocket all day before he threw the ball. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's a fair argument to make. I think that if he had dropped back, 15 times and thrown down the field 15 times and he had, and you, you could see it all day. Then you could say that, but with the way he threw the ball, there's no way you can determine that he had all day in the pocket. Yeah. Well, and Hey, real, real, real quick, Tony, hold, hold that up again. One more time because do something cool. If you all get this video, let me put you on a, uh, on a uh, full screen right quick. If you get this video to 275 likes, we're going to be giving away this Panthers Chris ornament to one of our C3 super fans, to anyone that has hit the join button for $1.99 a month. Uh, you know, we've, we've been giving out prizes and we wanted to give back to Panther fans. Hit that like button. Get this to 275, man. Come on. You can all do that right now. We're at 305 viewers. If everyone hit that like button right now, we'll give away a Panthers ornament. How about that? Sounds good. Um, Earlier Christmas. Look- I'm telling you guys is that this this is the way to get a, a quarterback next year. You know, I mean, this is you can't win games like this. You can't win games with this personnel. Imagine the fact that PJ. I don't know. It's just I'm not even upset. I am not even upset at all. Like this is exactly uh, this is better than expected. I thought that the Rams were actually going to be good. The good news was is the Rams were bad today. And uh, that made it so it wasn't like 40-something to 10. Uh, Let's go. Or 40-something to 3. Let's go to the next call. Hey, guys. Phil from the City of Carolina Sports Guy. And you got to look at it, guys. One thing I can say about it, this is offensively about as bad as the year we were like, what, 2-14? and I mean, when your defense gets your only touchdown, it's pretty sad. But the only way I'm going to look at it, guys, is that we need an offensive-minded coach. We've never had one. And for you P.J. Walker fans out there, that's a joke. That guy's, I mean, he'll be out of this league. He won't even be a backup when the season's over. And I really want to address what I said last week about I'm tired of our players being picked apart by every team and trading to Buffalo or San Francisco or whoever. But let me tell you something. I see Washington, I see Denver, I see Houston. I don't never hear anybody talking about, let's get rid of their players, let's trade their players. And I know CJ made a point last week, and Greg did too, about, hey, the salary got to play for CMC. Don't care. It's about the only thing on the field we had that was worth a damn to damn on offense. Keep something worth a damn worth watching. I, I mean, I am sick and tired of losing but I'm tired of anything worth a damn. We got everybody that thinks we should get rid of. And I'd be damned if I'm trading anything to San Francisco. 
Why are we going to trade in coffins for and have them punish us? It's stupid. Mm. It's, it's got to get better. This guy's just pitiful. There's a there's a Rams fan in the chat. He said that they were pretty good today. And I got to disagree is that maybe, look, is uh, uh, Matthew Stafford had one pick six. He was 26 for 33. So he wasn't the worst in passing percentage. Only 253 yards. Cooper Cup had his worst game of the season. Thankfully, he had a normal person, a normal stars game at seven catches with only 80 yards, right? And no touchdowns, usually a double. Allen Robinson, Robinson got in a mix a little bit, but the story for them today was all the screen passes all and the rushing attack for them. The running backs, they killed us, and they don't even run the ball very well, but they even said it in the broadcast. They're just going to screen pass them to death today, and every time the Panthers got in a situation where it was third and eight, what was the one time it was third and ten, you know, and they just r- ran the ball for a first down? Yeah, it was third and like 18, dude. Yeah, Yeah, that was something ridiculous. Not only could we not stop the run, but also, and and, you know, CK had mentioned this too when we were in across the middle of the field was wide open. Like anything across the middle, it was just easy for them. Um, again, it really disappointed, disappoints me that we're not using these opportunities to get Brandon Smith out there on the field. To me, it's a, it's even more, it's another example of the kind of Panthers mismanaging their young talent. And if the season's already lost, then why are you not using this time to get your future players valuable reps that they're going to need in the future? Again, it's mismanagement, man. I don't want to come down so hard on Steve Wilkes this early, but man, we need to get our young guys out on the football field especially if it's going to look like this because we're not playing for nothing anymore. We're playing for the number one overall pick. The fans know it. The organization knows it. Play our young players. Next call. Hey, C3 family. Panther fan 2222, a.k.a. Panther Willie from Greensboro, North Carolina, calling in. What's Man, up, this team Willie? sucks. I'm just happy we're on the right course to get that number one overall pick. It didn't matter if we fired Matt Rule and made Steve Wilkes interim coach. He's set up to fail. They need to go ahead and get rid of McAdoo, though, because this play column's horrible. I count maybe like three or four plays tonight that the ball went past the line of scrimmage. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. This must be an NFL team. So what if P.J. throws some picks? At least give us a shot to move the ball down the field and get the defenders off of us. Like, this is ridiculous. Everybody like and subscribe. Keep the podcast going. We appreciate y'all. Keep pounding. Have a good night. My favorite call of the night so far. The number is 252-228-5098. Let me just answer Dr. Rosen Rosen real quick. If you're on iPhone and the join button doesn't show up, open up uh, in in a Google Chrome tab. Go to our YouTube page, but do it... um, Take off the mobile. So when you look at your URL bar, there's uh, M dot whatever the URL is. Erase the M so that it brings you up the actual HTML, the actual, uh, the normal version of the website, and the join button should be there. It's a problem usually on Apple phones. We haven't heard of the same problem on Android as much, and the fail safe is on uh, in the browser on the desktop or your 
whatever else on your laptop. Uh, let's go to the next goal. Well, adventures into the NFL as a poverty franchise continue. The embarrassment knows no bounds. Uh, we're now rolling out a practice squad QB, and we're one in five. And I don't even know where to begin. You know, like CMC looked awesome, and you're talking about dealing that guy to try to, like, reboot this franchise. This is on David Tepper. It's on Matt Rule, honestly. <laughs> I know he's not here anymore, but the decisions he made dating back to Cam, we still don't have a, a QB. How do you not have a quarterback after this long? How have you started guy after guy after guy? How are you? How did you pay Teddy Bridgewater for two years when he wasn't here anymore? How did you tr- trade three draft picks for Sam Darnold? How did you then trade for Baker Mayfield? It's just ridiculous. It, we're a poverty franchise. We're an embarrassment. This is literally the Pittsburgh Pirates of the NFL. That, that's what we've turned into. We're a joke. And, you know, the Rams are the Rams. They're the Super Bowl champions. So it's not it's not that, the, you know, there, there weren't the Browns. That was an embarrassing loss. They weren't the Cardinals. That was an embarrassing loss. I mean, this is the, they are the champs. So, you know, and you're on the road. So, the, you know. There's that to be said, but still, you're one in five. And Steve Wilkes, as much as I love the dude, and I really think he deserves to be a head coach in this league, he's not going to get a serious look. And uh, who, who could win with, with, with P.J. Walker, fourth-string quarterback, and, and then Jacob Eason off the damn practice squad? Like, who could win? Who could win under this circumstances? Yeah. It's just tough. I mean, honestly, how many games are we going to win? That's the over-under right now. Or if the over-under was four wins, I, I would love to hear from the panel and from the chat. Over-under, four wins. Are you over or are you under? Uh, all I can say is keep pounding, guys. Keep pounding. And, you know, there's always next year. All right. C3, love y'all. Appreciate you, man. Uh, so, over-under, three? I think you know my answer. Go ahead, C3. I was gonna say three more or three and all together. I like what's your like would you take the over or the under on three more wins this season? Um under, and I'll tell you why. We said that there were only five winnable games this year from the remainder of this season. Um that's just winnable. That means we believe the others are not winnable at all. Like not even a shot. The other ones are just potential wins, which means we're probably gonna fall on the other side of a few of those. So I'm unfortunately of the mind of, I would say if, if you're wanting to talk about over under, you would have to say three and a half. Right. Um, and so that would, cause you can't, I think we probably get three more wins. Can we put up a poll on that? Maybe the over yeah. under. Uh, yeah, so it's three more. So really that's the, it's two and a half. Right. If you think, or you want to away, oh, are you saying over three or, Total. Wait, is this so like just, the over or under on three more? Yeah, so four, wins. or do we only get one more for the entire season? I say we the get no- three more. The numbers two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight C three Panthers podcast has got you all season long, dude. You haven't seen this probably ever. The professor switching to coffee, put on a pot of Java Uh-oh. Uh-oh. to make Uh-oh. sure that we keep you. We keep it together this season. We're in it for the long haul, regardless if it, regardless if it's no more wins, three more wins, 
C3 Panthers podcast is here with you guys. Put your feet up on the therapy couch. Let's get into it. Let's go to the next call. What it do, boys? It's your boy, Mike. Hey, 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 supremely thoughts. <sighs> okay. That's all the good energy I got. I, just, I figured I'd come on happy, strong, you know. <sighs> damn. Damn, damn, damn. Well, I don't even know what the fuck to say. Like, uh, like I want my team to win, you know. This is how you my know, therapy I'm, goes. Number one pick, number two pick. Blah, 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 fuck that shit. Like, I want my team to win. And just, just like always, it, it was looking good for a while, and then... And then motherfuckers don't want to go for it at the end of the first half. Like, that shit really pissed me off. Like, I could see if it was under 30 seconds, some shit like that. You know, you got one timeout left. I get that shit. But this man had all three timeouts. I don't care if it was fucking Johnny Manziel back there. You got to try something, bro. You, You Playing for a head coaching job, it's like Tepper was up. It, I swear, it's like Tepper was up in the booth. Like, don't you call that motherfucking timeout? <laughs> we getting this number one pick. Don't you call the timeout? Yeah. All right, you kneel that bitch out, and we gonna take it to the second half. Wow, <sighs> fucking Robbie, man, get Robbie so mad that his stepdad left to the store for cigarettes. And beer and never came back. Ain't that a bitch? Sorry, Kev. Old Matt Rule Daddy left and and now he wanna act a fool. Like you a professional football player, man. Get your shit together. Like, like I'm a professional driver. Alright, I, I drive C D L driver. I'm not out there on the road getting out the truck when somebody cuts me off or pisses me off and you know Doing all that crazy shit, bro. Like, I see why people don't like them. It's God damn. Keep pounding, boys. That's, that's all we can do. Just keep pounding. Keep pounding. There's some. Uh, there's probably, some people uh, in this world who really, uh, whose dads probably should have left. Probably would have been better off. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's you're not wrong. Uh, I put up a poll in the chat. How many more games did the Panthers win this season? Four, three, two, or none. <laughs> and uh, right now, two two games is winning uh, at forty percent with thirty five votes. So feel free to participate in that. Uh, yeah, it's. I think that we're gonna have to. We're at that point of the season, and luckily, this panel. You know, my brother's here on the on the show with me. We're used to dealing with the upset, depressed Panther fans, um, but we just didn't want it to have to be this early. You know, we thought, you know, we always buy in that the Panthers are going to be able to do something special. And it's it's our inner fan wanting to believe it. But then reality sets in that uh, that is just not to be. So we're going to be with a lot more dejection, boys. But, hey, at least we got the draft to look forward to, huh? Well, speaking of the draft, I have an interesting question for you guys. Like, 
imagine that we go, we we do end up with the number one pick, okay? And we end up with the number one pick with the same team that we have right now. Would y'all be interested in drafting CJ Stroud number one and then trading CMC to a team that's going to be in the top five, like the Commanders, Texans, Bears, Steelers, something like that, for like a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter or even, dare I say, a Paris Johnson? Because think about if you Matt, if you drafted CJ Stroud with his starting offensive tackle. Wouldn't that be? Well, we got our offensive tackle, really. The oh, more more, more so, the question is, is you're never yeah. going to be able to get that high pick for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I think you're you're going to be the lucky. the commanders might take him. For, the commanders might be interested in taking They him need a quarterback. Yeah, they, they're probably going to go quarterback at this point in time. I just I think they've been spinning their wheels too much on, on these uh, reused, you know, reusable quarterbacks like we have. I think they're ready to move into into a, another world of having a guy who's able to carry them further into the future than what, what we've Makes seen sense. from there. Are any of you upset if we start winning? <laughs> I, I thought that was uh, this week was going to tell us if we should be, if we should want wins or not. Like if we won this week, then you get to say, Oh man, look, the bucks lost today. There's still a the, yeah. the saints lost today. Teams rally around Wilkes, you know, bring back uh, Baker or bring in Sam Darnold. Maybe you could reel off four or five back in. I don't know. Of course, like I think now is like each week I feel like we ask that question and we kind of the next week go, well, maybe we should win this. We can win this <laughs> one. And then we all are like, yay, we're not winning. I don't think <laughs> winning do. will be good right now. No. No, and right man. now, I'm more interested in this: is should we keep uh, fitter or not? Like that's to so, me is like that. What I'm just most interested in is as the Carolina Panthers. There's no need to wind, swindle away or or fumble away uh, a top draft pick to win like we did with Washington that year, where we fell back. I mean, we don't even have the coach or nothing. Like having a prime pick is the best possible thing that you could do for a new coach in a new administ in a new GM or a new regime. So should we keep Scott fitter? I guess is the real question. My quick answer um, is there's only one person that I would be willing to do it for. And he's already in the building. If you fire Scott Fitterer, you make Dan Morgan, the manager for the Carolina Panthers. If it's not, Dan, it, it, if it's not, yeah, he's been in front offices now for like a decade, Greg. And yeah. I mean, he's he's been doing this, and he even interviewed with some other teams this offseason to uh, to be a general manager. And I would like to try and avoid another situation where we have a Brandon Bean in our office, part of what we're doing, and then he gets plucked to go somewhere else. And then as soon as he does, damn near the next year after. We're firing our general manager. Like for once, could we just be ahead of the curve? All right, let's go to the. You guys tell me. Oh, how about this? CK, before we go forward, why don't you uh, welcome our brand new super fan? Well, well, well. We have another member of the C three Super Fan Club. Welcome, Doctor Rosen. Rosen. Hopefully not of the Joshua kind. Welcome into the C three Panthers. Super fan club. Thank you for the support. Keep thank you. Thank you, Dr. Rosen Rosen. 
Oh yeah. Oh, Welcome I to guess the that sounded Super funnier fans, when I uh, thought of it. <laughs> uh, next call. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! You know who the fuck it is? Come on, baby, and I got a lot to say. <clears throat> but I tell you guys about my nigga Dante Action Jackson, man. The dude comes to play. The only motherfucker on the, in the secondary, or let alone on the defense, on the back end, that will fucking tackle fucking Darnell Henderson by his goddamn self. Mm. Love to see that. Pick six. And same reason why I said him and DJ are off the list to be traded, but at this point, I don't know who's going to be traded. I already told you it was a mistake to give Robbie Anderson the bag. The motherfucking nigga acting a goddamn fucking fool, acting like he ain't got no fucking sense. But he, he, Robbie hurt us today. He helped himself because now he's most, without a doubt, being traded. But at the same time, now everyone knows he wants to be traded, so the value's not going to be as as high as what it was before the game started. The I don't know why they even played the bitch, nigga. He acted like he had an illness the entire week, and all of a sudden he's playing. He would have been better off not even playing that bitch-ass nigga. God damn. But at the end of the day, it's good to see C-Mac still got it. I feel like the only reason why they're giving him all these touches is to show everyone Christian Caffrey still Christian Caffrey, as you can see, motherfuckers. <laughs> so he's still, I'm still asking for a first-round draft pick for the oh, niggas. Listen, listen, at the end of the day, we was never going to win this game. We never had a chance to win this game. And it's time to call Cameron Terrell Newton back, offer a multi-million dollar fucking deal. Multi means three years, nothing expensive, have him be the bridge QB, mentor to whoever's going to come in this offseason, G. Let him learn the fucking, just let him get affinated, bruh. A lot better than what the fuck I see that's going on in the field, PJ Sharks. All you PJ Walker Wonder fans, fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> I don't want to hear shit about Jacob Eason. All these QB suck. Call Cam. QB1. The only QB1 that's ever been part of Carolina, bruh. I'm sick of the, sh the shit talking on Cam Newton, bruh. Are you fucking kidding me? Cam behind this offensive line and these weapons? Bruh, get the fuck out of here, bruh. Just bring Cam and put some ass in seats. Give us something reasonable to watch the rest of the season because we got dark days ahead of us and we better accumulate draft picks. And I'm glad we lost this game because we ain't beating the Bucks next week. We're going to get that number one pick and we better not fuck it up. I have a lot to fucking say, man. It's good to see Keith Taylor getting on the fucking field. You dig? Shy <laughs> <laughs> Smith. I, Cody Lack, fuck Shy Smith. Every single time he drops the, the pass. My bad. My fault. Fuck you, bitch, motherfucker. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> All right. So what's funny about this is like, uh, G baby always bringing the passion. G baby, uh, has gone from someone that like, it took a lot, a lot of heat in the chat room. To like now having a cadre of total supporters that right. love G Baby. So like now G Baby has got his own little cult following. And oh, then yeah. there's people that come in and have never heard G Baby before. <laughs> never <laughs> seen J Baby before. And they go crazy. But like guess what? That's G Baby. Bro. We love G Baby. G Baby is the man, dude. We love passion. And this man loves his Carolina <laughs> Panthers, dude. And you know what? We can't talk down to that man. He has every right to be that fucking pissed off 
at how bad the Panthers are year after year after, man. Do you know how so, many people hey, have called him an idiot and then have come back and apologized to him for like right. the things he's yeah, he like about being right, man? G Baby's the motherfucking man. Shout out to G and shout out to Nirvash, who is also the man. He said Cam doesn't deserve this disaster. Let him be. Let him be. Let him be. Let him be. The numbers two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Let's go to the next call. What's up, C three family? It's your boy J Stubbs. What's up, my man? If the goal is to get McCaffrey stock up and trade him. And to get the number one pick next year, I think it was executed brilliantly today. It was. Yeah. But with that being said, we are about to be the laughing stock of the NFL. There we are. All in all, I mean, the young players are still playing okay. But, you know, there's no point of winning. You know, we can get – there's some excellent quarterbacks coming out next year. No one wants to hear that. But remember – one time, the last time we got the number one pick, we got Cam Newton. I'm not saying the next guy is going to be Cam Newton. I'm just saying. Embrace it. Watch the young guys develop. There's plenty. Although we suck, there's plenty of young talent on this team that we still can develop. Mm-hmm. But anyway, keep pounding. CJ Stroud season on the way. Nope, oh, wrong one. Um. No, great call, Jay Stubbs. I always now I just think of eighty nine Jay Stubbs with them sunglasses on. I saw him in he got a picture of himself in the stands at the football game. He came on to the the day that we were doing the live show with uh, Matt Rules firing looking cool. And eighty nine Jay Stubbs is right here. If the goal was to boost Christian McCaffrey's stock and keep after that first round pick while preventing from me from turning the channel. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Let's go to the next call. Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you know who the fuck it ain't. Boyka, boyka, boyka. <laughs> Your it favorite kind of call, Tony. But I do have a lot to say. First, first thing is, Robbie sucks. Serious shit. Get him out of here ASAP. But he already got himself out of here because he sucks. He's pissed that he didn't get a uh, uh, target at all, which, I mean, who would have figured Robbie the petulant kid getting pissed he didn't get a target? Anyway, enough about his dumbass because he's irrelevant. Uh, I thought today we were. I mean, we we improved. Like, you could tell Matt Rule's not the coach anymore because even though we sucked, even though we looked bad, we didn't look dumb. And that was the, that was the main problem I had with Matt Rule. It's not so much that we're bad because we don't have a quarterback that, you know, you can only do so much about that as a coach. But the whole looking dumb thing, I think that – on that category, we improved. We didn't look stupid under Steve Wilkes. At least, like, we uh, really bought into the fact that Christian McCaffrey is good at football. 
no, he's great at football. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. But uh, we were able to do that. P.J. Walker is not the answer. I mean, I I know I'm blind, but I don't see the Walker wonder anywhere. <laughs> like, you know, uh, it uh, does it exist? I don't know. But eh, the story continues. We keep getting injuries like crazy. Yeah. And uh, if Sam Darnold returns next week, I'd like to see what he can do with actual coaches. Because, uh, yeah, I, I respect the hell out of Steve Wilkes. I'd like to see what Steve Wilkes would be able to do for Sam Darnold. I don't know what I'm going to see, like, by next week. But I think we should run with him because I really want to see what we have in him. And when Baker gets out of the boot, I really want to see what we have in Baker with better coaching. But that's my thoughts. What do you guys think? Anyway, guys, the moment you've been waiting for. Wow, wow, wow. there, yeah. I love it when he holds it. The build-up. The climatic. What is it? The tension is you can cut it with a knife. Truly. Uh, you know, I was going to ask you this is I couldn't find it. I was looking in the game book. Usually they have the stats for individuals up by now. Did. Oh, wait, here we go. Did Brian Burns even register a, a tackle today? Yes, I do know he got a tackle. Okay, and he forced that uh, interception. Yeah, he deflected the ball that Dante Jackson took for the pick six. All right, uh, let's go to the next goal. Hi, what's up, what's up, what's up, C3 fam? I'm just called Call D. What's going on, fellas? <clears throat> well, it looks like we're tanking. Well, I can't. Let me rephrase that. Looks like we're not going to win, but maybe, maybe one more game for the season. I think a top three pick is in the works. Oh, um, what's up, Cody? CK, well, I, was, I was, of course, I was looking at the site, the slim cash you had last night. Sorry, my voice is about running. That's why I sound funny. Um, it was a person in the comment section talking about some. <laughs> uh, they swam down and Steve Wilkes had told Bob McAdoo to open up the offense, and they said PJ was going to have a was going to show out today. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm still waiting. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. The office wasn't opened up. And, of course, PJ didn't show out. I told him, you better not leave. You better not bet no money on this. Oh, he's going to be broke. But anyway, hey, Cody, um... I heard you yesterday talking about some Cody, me and you, we really need to have a talk about this Matt Corral. You seeing some your talent evaluation for him is a little bit different than me. All the thing I saw was a average quarterback at best and who was injury prone in college. You said you think he's gonna be a good NFL quarterback. I think he he's gonna I my prediction he's gonna be a good backup. 
I tell you what, well, never mind. I'll save it to Tuesday and have some more, inf- I mean, information I'd like to share with the whole CT Cat podcast. But I, my, I, um, I'll wait to Tuesday. But guys, hopefully we get our quarterback of the future in this draft. And, um, well. All right. All right. Appreciate it, Carl. Um, we are waiting to see the, we are waiting to witness the Walker wonder still. Uh, let's go on and keep pushing through with these calls. We're, we're at, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Give my crowd a chance, Carl. What's up, C3? Love y'all guys. Hey, I was sitting here thinking while I was watching and I was looking at how pretty much if the ball didn't go to Christian's hand, you know, it pretty much every play went to Christian's hand while PJ was on the, on the field. And once PJ got murdered out there and they put Jacob Eason in, you notice they started letting him throw at least like a five yard hitch to DJ Moore, uh, try to fit another pass. Then even like the play that got batted and intercepted and so forth, like they actually was okay with advancing the ball further than five yards. And Eason, who has not taken like a live snap in practice really, at least from what they were talking in the press conferences like the last week or so. My question is this. If PJ was that inept of even moving the ball downfield, especially against an aggressive secondary and defense, why didn't they really try to take more of a better look at Ethan during the week to see if that was more of an adequate fit just for this game? Because we all know, and the Rams knew that Christian was going to be the key to the offense. At least maybe if we could have got a couple of slants off, you know, anything of that nature, it might could have helped. But, you know, P.J. had no control of the offense, really, besides handing the ball off. He wasn't even really selling the handoffs very well either. <laughs> but, you know, it's just I noticed how, how the play call slightly changed up for that slight moment that Eason was in the game. Hey, yeah. y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Keep pounding. Good call, you man. Know, yeah. So I, I'd like to say this. Um, I was impressed by Jacob Eason. It was a very, very short sample size. But we were moving the ball. And then even that last play, you know, we're trying to score before the end of the football game. You know, he, he threw a bad pass into bad coverage. But, again, he's trying to force a play. You know, I would like to see more of a shot. I think he probably has the biggest arm on our football team. Uh, He threw at the combine, he was clocked at throwing a football 72 miles per hour, which is fucking bananas. (laughs) So, you know, the the guy has arm talent. Um, He made some good downfield passes at Washington and when he played at Georgia. I would say let's give him a chance. Uh, Although, if I'm a betting man, uh, you know, especially with Baker Mayfield still being in the boot, I, I wager that Sam Darnold is going to be the next man under center. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to the next goal. My thoughts on Robbie Anderson are fuck Robbie Anderson. Bye, I like, Felicia. I like Bye, Felicia. Short and to the point. Beautiful. Uh, next goal. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, I think uh, at this point, the season's just done, and we're in a tough situation because, like, we don't even know who our coach is going to be next year. 
You don't know what, what staff he's going to have. So how do you prepare for that? Like, we can't put together a roster or anything because we don't know who's going to be there. I just think this season is just completely lost for the Panthers, and uh, it, is, it is what it is. We just kind of got to watch this one burn, I think. Appreciate you guys, and uh, keep pounding, I guess. <laughs> I got a dang change to – one day I'm going to get good at this. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to, I was going to, I was thinking this as over the last couple of calls is next year's team is going to be so different, right? right? There won't be one Baylor player, one Temple player. They'll all be gone. Uh, and I think, I think what we're going to see too is we're going to have a pretty good idea who's going to be the starters on this team pretty early on in camp. And we're not going to have any of this bullshit competition that Matt rule tries to throw out there. Like there's an actual competition between uh, between Christian McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard, right? It's just not logical uh, to think that. I think that we're gonna have a maybe a little bit more common sense for these guys. All right, we're down to the short hairs of the calls. Let's keep going. Hey guys, uh, this is Patrick Pickle. I just want to express, folks, to stop calling for Cam Newton. Okay, if if the folks screaming for Cam Newton to come back here. You know, educate yourself a little bit. Cam Newton's not the quarterback he was back in 2013 or 14 or 15, okay? And um, if you really care about Cam Newton, why are you going to put this evil on him? Why are you going to want him to come back and get bejesus? And uh, the offensive line, I think the offensive line is – better than what we had last year? Are they perfect? No. But they're kind of learning as you go. They're developing together and and we won't see the full fruits of this till probably maybe a year or two down the road. Then we'll see the full force of it. Right now they're green and still learning. So, you know, and they'll get changes. Bozeman's a backup right now. He's leaving. Uh, Corbett only signed a three-year deal, and Elfline's only here for this year and one more. So, you know, and you never know how things are going to go with terremote and, and contracts and all that. So, you know, you just don't know. But uh, we just got to keep pounding, keep going. It'll get better someday soon. It'll get better someday soon. By the way, one more thing before I go. Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. Good old Rocky Top, Rocky Top, Tennessee. Right, Tennessee with a big win over Alabama. We only got two calls left, but I'm going to give Cody his Ashley his out because he's so hooked on hot D. He's just mouth is salivating. <laughs> and my dinner is here, y'all. You know, I'm going I'm to enjoy some house. That's your hot D. Yeah, man. And, and I love hot D, man. My hot D. Uh, yeah, uh, so look, y'all, it, it's uh, it's tough, but look, we're going to be here for you. C3 Panthers podcast is literally here year round. We don't have an off season. We don't have an off season. We are always here for the fans. So look, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell so that every single time the C3 Panthers podcast goes live, that's all we ask for. That's not that much. And then uh, you'll be seeing us this Tuesday night for another edition of the C3 Panthers podcast. Boys, y'all have a great night. And all right, man. You have a good one. We're on the back end of the show. We got a couple calls to go. We still have got our 
uh, dab on them pick as well as uh, our towel of shame to give out. Yep. Uh, you can be a part of the show by uh, participating in the chat like you guys have done all night, participating in those polls, and you can join the C3 Superfan Club like so many people have done. Uh, someone check to see how many likes we got to um, as I go to the next call. See if we hit the mark. Hey, I want to say thanks for taking my call. I appreciate you guys. You're you know, welcome, things thanks are kind of bleak right now for the Panthers, but if you think about it, potentially we could have some a, a bright future in front of us. If you think about it, we could have uh, the number one pick. We can get a good quarterback, maybe CJ or someone like that. Uh, we need a head coach. Can you imagine if we can bring in someone like a Sean Payton or someone of his caliber to start the season next year with a new rookie head, new rookie uh, quarterback or something? I mean, with a defense that's already halfway decent, and I mean, we got some pieces, man. I think uh, if we get the right kind of guys in next year, staff and quarterback, dude, we might be okay. We might be okay. So, Panther fans, Panther Nation. Let's just keep pounding, dude. Just keep pounding. We got this. We'll make it through this, and we'll we'll make it. We got this. Well, I think the keep good news now, is everybody. it's going to get better. It's going to get better because the clown show that was the Matt Rule coaching tenure era has been revealed. Mm-hmm. We, we'll be talking about this on Tuesday night on the longest-running Panthers podcast, our flagship show is live 9 p.m. on Tuesday nights. We'll be talking, we'll be featuring the, um, I guess it'd be the Matt Rule Manifesto that was partially published in a Jonathan Jones article today. We'll talk about how they can get better in both the front office and at the head coaching position. But you know, is that there's going to, it's, there's some talent on this team. And if you get the right guy, like you say, in at coach and quarterback, it's going to go up uh, or yeah. things will improve. The problem and the difficulty in life or in as watching sports is getting the right guy. How many teams have swung and missed? So we can't. We look, we swung and missed with Matt Rule already, and the three years have been squandered. So now what we got to do is hopefully not squander all of those years and try to preserve the gains that were made in the background or at least personnel wise. And then identify the coach that can take that and find a way um, to turn it into something better. Let's keep going with the calls. I think these are down to the last two. Wait, this might be the same one. Hey, I want to say thanks for right. taking my This is the last call. Here we go. Hey, guys. It's Shalika, and I watched this hey, game today, right? And so everybody is in an uproar, right? Um, but – I mean, I don't understand, like, what the real problem is. Everybody knew that Steve Wilson hurt and missed, right? Yeah. And everybody I knew that, this. you know, the quarterback position has been uh, just a conundrum of a mess since forever, right? And so everybody knew that with Baker having an injury and P.J. going there, that um, the issue was going to be um, how were they going to handle P.J. Like, let's just be honest. We knew that P.J., He'll throw the ball, but he's going to throw some interceptions too, right? So the way that they were managing that was to basically, we were going to run the ball. Now, I thought that they were going to basically try to see if they could basically keep it all in front of them, you know, and then maybe take the training wheels off probably about midway of the third quarter or something like that or whatever. And for the most part, I think they were doing pretty good. And then I think that whole Robbie Anderson and DJ getting hurt, then we went right down here really fast. Um, but honestly, let's be honest. If they would have came out throwing the ball like people wanted them to throw the ball and, uh, and Robbie wanted them to throw the ball 
it would have been a blowout early because we already know that when P.J. throws the ball a lot, he is bound to throw interceptions. We would have had probably multiple pick sixes, and that's yes. just the reality of the situation. Steve Wilkes was in a catch-22. People knew that from the beginning. I still did believe that it it could have been a winnable game if they could have managed, you know, the clock by running the football and maybe got a couple of uh, possessions in there, and they would have been able to basically – contain, you know, the run game and get off the field on third downs and, and we if we were able to basically do it defensively. But with our secondary being pretty much every with DJ going out and then everybody in secondary injury injured at this point, then of course the net kinda of went downhill and then I just think that the whole Robbie Anderson thing just became a distraction at that point in the middle of a game. And I'm like, Robbie, why would you do that in the freaking middle of a game? Like, we're in the middle of a game. Like, you couldn't figure out, even if you got a legitimate beat, why would you do that in the middle of a game? That's just like me going to my boss in the middle of a conference with his boss and, and fussing. Of course, I'm going to get my butt handed to me. You don't do that. This is still your job. You still have a professional responsibility. So why would you do that? That makes no sense. So to me, I'm like, you get everything that you're asking for because, that's just not smart. So at the end of the day, I just don't know what they're asking for. And I just feel like what people are trying to put Wilkes under this, under this room right now, I feel like for what they, for what they had, I feel like they couldn't do more than what they had. I mean, honestly, for with PJ being on the field, the most they could hope was to rely on their defense, which is what they did today and try to run the football, which was the best they could hope for because we knew that PJ was not going to be able to get out there and slink it. Let's just be honest about it. I mean, we're struggling with fake. That is the call of the night. It's the consensus mm-hmm. call of the night from the chat room. That uh, was the way I felt. Uh, and you know what? It's just the the call is the call of the night because it sh- she's just right. At the end of the day, is yep. uh, again, that's why I, I was just happy. I said, look, this game was entertaining to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey played well. The defense made a play, held this uh, offense that was superior to them to relatively, you know, made it tough for them at some points. But what did you expect, right? Number one, number two is that like you're if you do start opening up with PJ, it might not be twenty four to ten. It might be forty four to ten, or <laughs> at that point, I think this is this is again. She's right. Is Wilkes is did the best he could, I would think, with what he had. But it, this is going to be the problem, and this is the problem when you take over as an interim. Is we're just going to say, oh. Um, he didn't have it, this and that. And poor Wilkes, he's not going to really, you know, it's going to be a long shot for him to turn this into something that makes him as a appealing candidate yeah. for the Carolina Panthers and somewhere else. And that's not even his fault. It's just the reality of the matter. Well, that, and I think with, uh, with what we got to look at for this team as well, right? We're going up against a, uh, a team that their record probably doesn't match their talent, right? Uh, the Rams totally. are a much better. They've team been a disappointment, than, right? They, so, I mean, they've they've played. You know, they have a couple of weaknesses that have been able to be explored, exploited because they played offenses that can push the ball down the field a little bit, right? Uh, we've had a, a lot of Achilles heels today, right? Um, on defense, we have our best secondary out of the out of the equation with Jeremy Chin and with uh, J.C. Horn out, right? You have Frankie Louvu, who has been by and large. Uh, almost our defensive MVP of the season. Uh, we've had uh, C.J. Henderson go out early uh, or later in this game, uh, and then you know you're dealing with Dante fourth, got hurt, right? You're dealing with our fourth string cornerback. I mean quarterback with P.J. Walker, and I say fourth string because of 
You know, you have Baker. He shouldn't Sam, even be on the team at Corral. PJ yes. was never meant to be here. I think he was meant to be a a, a camp a casualty, if you will. And yep. uh, and unfortunately, there were a couple of injuries in preseason that put him on, kept him on the roster. Um, we are a bad team without our best players today. <laughs> we're, we're yeah, exactly, and it was clear. I mean, there, honestly, twenty four to ten is impressive with the fact I that agree. we had the people that we had. I agree, man. If we could have football like this for the rest of the season and get the number one pick, I just don't want it to be forty four to three or. 28 to nothing. I thought today, now we're going to be continuing to go. What is Christian McCaffrey's value? Where do you put him? Who won the Buffalo Kansas City game? Buffalo. Buffalo did. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so we so that was a game that You're came muted. down to it. How exciting was that? Uh, what a great call to finish off the calls of the C3 Panthers post game show. Remember, we'll be here Tuesday night, 9 p.m. You can call in between now and then. We'll have your call. On Tuesday, we've been bringing you a lot of different kinds of content throughout the week from Madden Simulations, which have been a fun, a big hit, to the Friday free-for-all, the beat check where we try to land not only interviews with different beat writers, but this past week we were able to catch up with Jonathan Stewart. I'm begging and uh, asking some people, oh gosh, interception by the Eagles, um, I'm, be- I'm going to get us some more guests as we continue to go forward and diversify our content. Uh, we got two final segments to get to of the post-game show, unless somebody comes up with something better to talk about. So let's talk with the easiest one, and that is the, ta- uh, the dab on a pick where we pick the player of the game. I just like doing it, man. Dab on them folks. Dab on them folks. And that, and that dab on them folks. They might see him. Tell me what to do. Dab on the Sometimes it's difficult to pick the player of the game. Sometimes it's not. Usually in a game where there isn't much happening, the player of the game is the hardest to pick. But I think there are some eligible people here. Who uh, CK, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I want to give the dab on him pick to um, Christian McCaffrey. I really don't yep, know who else on this it. team yeah. uh, deserves it. To be honest with you, I got two other. I got two other people, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's the the one who had the best game. Uh, I'm trying to. Th- oh, you know what? I'll give it to uh, Derek Brown. I saw Derek Brown. That was the other today. one. Uh, um, that was the other one on my list. Derek Brown had a half sack. Continued to just wreck shop through throughout the. Um, up the middle of the gut. I want to also, did Aaron Donald get much action today? I didn't see his. Yeah. He got a lot. Uh, he was eating up the middle there after uh, they were stopping the run. They, we couldn't do anything on the, on the ground. All right. And my dab on a pick goes to Dante Jackson with the pick six today. So um, I know you can point to some plays that he missed and he was, you know, but at the end of the day, he scored more points than our entire offense did. Uh, Dante Jackson, Derek Brown and Christian McCaffrey dab on them. Now we're going to go to the towel of shame where we pick, we call out the losers of the pack. <laughs> this one also, I think, as the callers have been all over this one, it's not going to be hard to figure out the losers of the pack here. Uh, let's go to the towel of shame. Loser 
Burroughs, who was the who deserves the wet towel of shame today, Greg? Uh, low hanging fruit, Robbie Anderson. Very, very simple. He's called yep. him a couple times. I've called this out a few times. For me, it seems like every game this year, I've given it to either Robbie Anderson or CJ Henderson. So they just keep continue to prove me right. CK, what you got for us? Um, listen, I was passionate about it at the beginning of the show, and I'm going to remain passionate about it at the end of the show. The tal of shame goes to the daggone refs. Today, they were horrendous mm, good. calls. Horrendous. They did call them. Dante Jackson did not deserve that pass interference that offset a uh, 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 interception that we were able to get uh, on the uh, in, in our own territory and uh, and and multiple missed calls on uh, of, of roughing the passer and uh, unnecessary on Christian McCaffrey. Uh, quite honestly, just abysmal, abysmal, and simple as that fair catch that was not a, that was a fair catch. And they tried to, and then they threw a Delay flag. Of games. Oh, and then, no, and then the one where he did call the fair catch, he touched him in the back, and they called it a penalty because he touched him in the back after we just got, uh, we got uh, screwed the the literally the punt before, and we didn't touch him because we threw the fair catch. And right? his so, signal was even smaller than the first time. Right, and so it was absolute garbage the entire day. Uh, the refs deserved to have. They're uh, basically they have to they should have their entire pay for this game docked because of how horrible they were. It was not even anywhere close to being a good game. And I could probably tell you there's probably at least 10 calls that they either missed or called incorrectly, which is a big number when you're talking about professional fucking sports. <laughs> Get him, CK. CK gets ants. When he gets ants, you know it. My uh town of shame goes to two rookie wide receivers, both uh Shy Smith and Terrace Marshall Jr., and all those people out in the chat and on the calls and on Twitter that told me these two rookies were going to be in Canton by the end of this season. They were telling me how great, how Shy Smith's so awesome, how he's better than Demir Bird, my ass. Right? These guys, they can't, man, they ain't done squat, but but drop passes to them, I give you the towel of shame. Guys, we've had a good post-game show in some ways is that I feel like we're learning more and more about our team each week. Cody says in week six, we know who we are. We know that the Carolina Panthers are not good, and those not good because the quarterback, we don't even have a quarterback. We have zero quarterbacks. We don't even, we got so many quarterbacks, we don't even know which quarterback we don't have and which one we're missing. But the Carolina Panthers have struggled so much that they fired their coach and now potentially are looking like they are going to be selling in a in a moment or an 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 effort to you know kind of get some assets going forward, we'll have all of that news on the C three Panthers podcast on Tuesday nights, live Tuesday nights, where we bring you the latest news and opinions. I want to encourage everyone to smash the thumbs up button, subscribe. I want to thank all the people who donated to tonight to the show uh, financially. Man, uh, the generosity was real tonight. The love was real, but we also want to thank everybody just for giving us their time. And, you know, folks, we're going to lock arms. We're going to get through this. And we're actually going to have a lot of fun doing it. We're going to divert. We're diversifying our content. We're going to have uh, look. We had not Matt rule. And I already saw a video. Not Matt rule went on a nature hike. So, guys, who knows what's where C3 is going this this semester but there's only one direction with the greatest fans around and that is up like the carolina panthers ck how can they find you on social media uh you can find me at codizzle allen uh and uh 
And, you know, let's just chat, you know, hang out and uh, maybe play some games. We had a, I've had a couple people reach out to me via DMs to play some uh, Warzone. The new Modern Warfare is coming out here soon. So I'm always down to play. Maybe we can get a C3 uh, game night uh, going or something along those lines. So uh, come check me out. And uh, we'll be obviously doing the Madden Sims. But mainly we're going to see you guys Tuesday to talk about our upcoming opponent and maybe a reflection on this game. Fantastic. Greg, um, how can they follow you? Uh, check me out at the Bat Daddy 52 on Twitter is my personal handle, or you can check me out on my other show. It's uh, Geeks Chasing Squirrels Across the Multiverse. We go live Fridays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, and you catch the only podcatcher of your choice. Covering a lot of fun stuff right now. Yeah, they cover a lot of different television shows like Cody's right now watching House of the Dragon. Some people are disappointed with uh, The Rings of Power, which me, CK and I differ on that. And I want to say, guys, I watched my my girls and I are probably like, what kind of parent watches this? My girls like scary serial killer type uh, stalker movies. And so we started watching that uh, show, The Watcher Ooh. on Netflix. Mm. It's pretty good. It's Is creepy. It? Yeah, it's mm. pretty good. I would say, I would say okay. I've enjoyed it uh, immensely so far. So we'll be back on Tuesday night. Check out Greg's work. Go play video games with CK and tell Cody Lashney uh, that... House of the Dragon is not the greatest show in the history of the world. It doesn't have to be the greatest. Just be okay, which it is. Right. Uh, until Tuesday night, uh, keep pounding. Keep pounding, y'all. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.